Welcome back to the Outside and Active podcast. I'm your host, Matt Coyne, and this week we have my good pal Ashley Cox talking to serial adventurer Sean Conway. From parenthood to moments when he's felt he's bitten off more than he can chew, Ashley gets to grips with Sean's top fives from all of his incredible achievements. We've got an amazing opportunity for you to win yourself a dry robe advance. Listen to the end of this podcast to see how you could win one of these amazing dry robes. Dry robe is the original outdoor change robe, designed to help you get active outside, whatever the weather. A bit like having your own portable changing room, the oversized design of the dry robe advance gives you plenty of space to get changed in and out of a wetsuit or sports kit. It's versatile enough to be worn as a coat or jacket. Made from 100% recycled fabrics, the waterproof and windproof outer protects you from the elements, whilst its super warm inner linings help you dry off quickly after getting out of the water. What people really love about the dry robe advance, though, is its versatility. It's perfect for a huge range of outdoor activities, including surfing, wild swimming, triathlon, paddleboarding, mountain biking, camping, and even walking your dog in torrential rain. To find out more, head over to dryrobe.com. Or to enter the competition to win your very own dry robe advance, head over to outsideandactive.com forward slash dry robe hyphen competition. Sports Tours International provide the opportunity to participate in the world's biggest marathons, take on the most challenging sportives, and watch some of the toughest bike races on the planet. As international travel partner of the six world marathon majors, including TCS New York Marathon, Tokyo Marathon, Boston Marathon, BMW Berlin Marathon, TCS London Marathon, and Bank of America Chicago Marathon, as well as the VIP tour operator of the three Grand Tours and five Monuments of Cycling. They get people of all ages and from all walks of life to the starting line or in prime spectator view. Find the next event to inspire your running at sportstoursinternational.co.uk. It's not just mass participation you could choose either. They also have an exclusive partnership with the world's number one training resort, Club La Santa in Lanzarote, to accommodate anybody looking for training or active holiday at this incredible sports leisure resort. Try your hand at over 500 different activities and enjoy recovery in the sunshine and an array of wellness facilities for all ages, abilities, whether solo, groups, couples and families. To find out more, head over to clublasanta.co.uk. A very big welcome to Sean Conway, who needs no introduction. You are the ultimate adventurer. So a lot of the outside and active followers will be really interested to hear this chat. So thank you for agreeing to chat to us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Very welcome. Um, So Sean is probably, I mean, you've got a list of accolades the length of my arm. I didn't even know where to start. So you, you love adventure. You've done everything from swimming, running, cycling, the length of the Great, of Great Britain to is it the world's largest triathlon? Longest world's longest triathlon? triathlon, yeah. Although that record's just been broken. Has it? But he, he, it got broken by Jonas Deichmann because I broke his across Europe world record a few years ago. So he's getting you oh, back he's getting now. me back, yeah. So are you going to come back? <laughs> no. No, you have no desire to actually pick that one back? No, he did one around the whole world. Uh, uh, took him like 480 days. It's phenomenal. So it's quite Amazing. a commitment to try and, yeah, to try and break yeah, that. Yeah, Caroline would divorce me if I said I was going to do that one. Not with me babies around it's just not the right time is it (laughs) yeah well we've had lots of chats in the past so I won't go over old ground but what I thought might be nice is just to do sort of a quick fire five and get off spur of the moment answers about your favorite and lowest moments over your adventures so I'm going to start with your favorite moment of all time during all of your adventures that gives you a lump in in the throat when you think of it favorite moment um 
I think finishing swimming the length of Britain, you know, that was back in 2013. I was flat broke. I had just failed in my round the world cycle world record attempt the year before. And I just, it was so much against me on that swim. You know, when I came into John O'Groats Harbour, I just sort of, I just sort of remember coming out of the water and going, well, A, I don't have to do that again. <laughs> that's that <laughs> yeah, one Yeah, that's done. that one done. And B, just, I just really, I mean, loads of people said it wasn't possible. Uh, and, and even there's a part of me who sort of thought, mm, really, maybe they're right. You know, like it was really overwhelming, the, the amount of sort of, and people weren't sort of mean about it. They were just so they, they thought they were quite honest and practical. Mm. Like, oh, mate, you know, like genuinely the tides are too strong and, you know. Just the physicality. Yeah, and, 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 and the conditions and, you know, people saying it's tough to sail in a season when a small boat, you know. And, and they had, you know, good grounds to say that. But, um, yeah, so I think that was the time. That'll be the thing. That when I'm in the old age home, I'll be sitting there rocking in my chairs. Do you know I once swam the length of Britain? And I'll be like, yeah, <laughs> shut up, granddad. You've told us a million times. <laughs> so what did an average day look like of swimming? How long were you swimming each day? Well, it's tidal. So of a six-hour tide, there's probably only four hours, four and a half hours in the middle. That's worth swimming because there's just diminishing returns on swimming in the choppy sort sure. of you know ends of the tides. Um, so sort of four and a half hours on, seven and a half hours off. Four and a half hours on, seven and a half. And then that clock moves an hour a day. So, and you can do that twice a day. So, you know, in simple maths, it was sort of maybe getting in the water at 3 a.m. until 7.30 a.m. and then 3 p.m. till 7.30 p.m. And then the next day it's an hour further along. Um, yeah, so I had a, a yacht following me, jump in the water, swim till the tide turned. GPS pinpoint, get back on the yacht, have some food or asleep, uh, and then get back in the f- following tide. Um, and if you do that for four and a half months, eventually you get to John O'Groats. And I can imagine why that would be a lump in the throat moment as you get close to that finish line and it's in sight and all your friends and family are there. Were you shocked that you'd done it? Uh, no, because although I, in my head I was like, is this possible? I didn't dare open up that door sure it was sort of you know there was no doubt that because actually when i looked at it on paper like nothing suggests it was impossible there was no counter tides there were no big rips up to america like it was just tidal up and down swim when the tide's going up mm. sleep get back in you know and it's going to get cold and it's going to be miserable and there's going to be jellyfish and all this but actually you could still physically make a meter's it progress with the stroke right so i knew it was going to happen and so when i finished it was just sort of like kind of just relief really that because four and a half months to be cold is a long time you know that's just freezing cold in the water you know and that and never drying out in the boat because the boat was tiny and yeah so i think i think it was relief more than anything that's your moment that's a good a good one to choose what was the time you felt most at risk like i've bitten off more than i can chew here i'm not coming back from this kind of moment um the time I felt most at risk was when I was cycling around the world and I was in South America and I sort of was getting followed by some pretty unsavory characters who would come up behind me and they banged out old car and then hang back and then overtake me. And then like just something was like just not right. And I, I sort of, after like an hour of this happening, I ducked off down a side road and hid behind a rock and then sort of managed to 
get hold of some local police and I got a bit of a bit of a police escort. But that, yeah, that's when I felt as if something bad was going to happen to me. Yeah, and I think it was probably only I was going to get mugged. You know, they're probably just going to steal my stuff, and that was it. But I was also just in the middle of the desert, so On even your own. yeah. So that it's 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 often humans that you're most scared of you know animals and weather and that sort of thing although i did get chased by tornadoes in america um and i did sleep in a drain pipe once where i'm pretty sure wolves also slept they weren't there that night that i know of um but yeah there's always the little things but again that's just sort of retrospective worry because you kind of wake up and you just get on with it and you look back and go you oh, realize actually, the danger later. yeah whereas actually being followed by some gangsters you know, with cliche, what you see in the movies, sure. like tattoos and banged out old car and just like. In a country yeah. that's unknown. I yeah, guess exactly. So, um, yeah, that's probably the time. Although, no, actually, when I did the swim as well, swimming around Cape Wrath, this big freak storm came out of nowhere and with the boat was, the port boat was getting pushed up against the rocks. Um, yeah, that was quite scary as well, actually. Yeah. As, yeah. You, as you won't pick. Yeah, there's so actually been be probably like quite a few. <laughs> yeah. um, what's your biggest dream? You know, you I know you're a big dreamer. You love to always have adventures sort of brewing in the background. What's the one thing that you think, if I could just do that before I'm not able, that I'd be happy? Um, well, weirdly, I'm still young enough to think I'll be able to do everything forever, which is <laughs> a, I'm going to try and keep that head on me for a while. Brilliant mindset. <laughs> um, so I would love... The thing I'm most looking forward to, because I think you've got to have stuff that's way down the line. I have this sort of dream that when my kids leave school, all four of us go on some cycle adventure, but like a proper one, like, you know, let's cycle to Australia and watch the <laughs> World Cup or something as a, Amazing. As a family. Amazing. Do they know four. about this yet? Oh, they're too young. My, yeah. my youngest is only three months old, so okay. <laughs> he doesn't know this yet. <laughs> okay, so you've got time to train, which is yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got another 18 years. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Long-term planning. Yeah. What's the current biggest challenge you're facing in your life, whether it's adventure related or just life related? Uh, parenthood. <laughs> Potty training right now. Uh, I've got two and a half year old and a three, uh, three month old. Um, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the challenge. So, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is time consuming, but I'm 41 nearly. So I feel. I've I've sort of scratched a lot of itches before I became a parent, and I'm so glad I did that. I'd have had I had kids before I'd done some of the things I've done. You know, I, I do worry. I don't have to worry because I didn't do it. But had I done that, I may have not been a very good dad because I probably would have had some itches that I felt that maybe kids were stopping me from scratching. Whereas I don't have that now, and it's great, and I'm just loving being a dad. Um, and and I also now appreciate. Because I used to, in my early 30s, think I've got to do something big every year, every year. Otherwise, if I don't do it, I don't know, I'm, people are going to forget about me. I'm not going to be able to write books. You know, there was just all these things where I thought I needed to be current and this. And actually, skip a couple of years, be a dad, you know, send them off to school it's and then start again. Adventure. It's cool. Like, you know, like I'm, my body's still able to do stuff and I feel I'm a good age. 41, especially in running, because I'm getting into running, is still quite young, to be honest. So actually... I'm uh, I'm just quite enjoying being that, but um, yeah, there's certainly 
quite an adjustment period from having one kid to two kids. <laughs> yeah, no one warns you about that, do they? They all say, have another one, because then they'll, you know, it's easier, then yeah. they'll play together, yeah, and I've got yet. a nine and a five, and yeah. it's, it's not happening yet. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm still waiting for that Yeah, moment. well, don't tell me that. La, 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 la. I don't want to know what the future's like. <laughs> no, it's fine. They yeah. love each other. Yeah, they, they love each other. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are you still able to scratch that itch while being a new dad? Are you still finding ways to keep yourself outside and active and... Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a lot of things from home. So, you know, last year at the beginning of the pandemic, um, well, it wasn't the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, wow, it's been two years now. Anyway, uh, I did the 496 challenge in January, which is a thing I sort of concocted. It had been done before, but I sort of put a name on it, I guess, Um, which is if you run one kilometer on the 1st of January, two on the 2nd, three on the 3rd, it lands up being 496 kilometers uh, for the month. And um, yeah, that's tough. It's a good challenge because the last nine days are the same as the first 22 days. <laughs> and um, But yeah, loads of people are doing that and people are doing like the Tombola version where you pick a name out of a hat and some people are doing it in reverse. And, and yeah, so that's taken off a life of its own. Um, I ran across Iceland. So that was, you know, 10 days. So it seems sort of two weeks is the point. Anything below two weeks you know, I don't miss, I still miss my family, but it's manageable and they don't yeah. miss me that much because we can still FaceTime and that. But after two weeks, then we, then it starts getting serious. You know, then they're really missing me and I'm really missing them. Yeah, there's a, a greater impact, isn't there? You have yeah, to sort of there's sort of like the... really the returns, there's really diminishing returns after two weeks, really. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm just doing loads of little sort of one day events and things that are sort of a bit shorter, two weeks being the max type thing. So, and I'm getting a massive kick out of it, you know, doing the short stuff, so which is quite fun. And is have you got anything big planned for once you come out of the newborn bubble that you're allowed to talk about? Yeah, I, no, I just got nothing planned. You know, I just thought I don't want to, I don't want to mess up being a dad now yeah. by having something that's going to distract me that might not happen because of COVID. I think if COVID wasn't there, I'd be planning something and looking forward to that. But I don't want to waste loads of energy putting something together and doing all the logistics and the planning and everything and be a crap dad because I'm distracted and then COVID ruins it. So, And I think a lot of people are feeling like that at the moment. So it's good to hear that whether you're doing, you know, your two mile walk a day or whether you're trying to swim around, you know, the length of Great Britain, that actually everyone's feeling that slight turbulence where you don't quite know whether you should make big plans at the moment, but actually just keeping yourself ticking over with those little challenges. And and it's also weird because people also just don't want to talk about it. So it almost feels like to moan about COVID, it's just like, shut up, mate, we don't want care. Like, let's just go on with our lives. And it's fair. Like, I'm sitting here talking about it thinking, this is going to date this podcast so badly because in like two years time, it's like, oh my God, he's banging on about COVID. Get, just get over it, mate. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I, it is, yeah, you know, it, it has affected all of us. And I, I've been lucky I've come out of it, you know, still with the roof over my head and my health and very lucky about that. Um, so now I'm just, yeah, just going to focus on the being a good dad and the struggles of potty training. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. New challenges. Yeah. Last question. Who do you draw inspiration from? A lot of people draw inspiration from you. Where where do you get that kick? Um, I like anyone who's gone out and done something where there is this like a really high percentage risk of failure. So you know, so anyone who does anything really. You know, for me, it's people who go out and run a hundred miles. I genuinely that's kind of the next milestone for me is to see if I can run a hundred miles. Okay. I've never done a hundred miler. Um, can I do it? I don't know. 
you know, I, I, and that excites me, you know, so anyone who's kind of gone and done these feats where I go, whoa, that's cool. You know, Ross Edgley, when he swam around Britain, I was like, whoa, he's, that's awesome. You know, Jonas Deichman, who did the world's longest triathlon <laughs> around the world. I'm like, wow, man, that's awesome. Mark Beaumont did around the world in 80 days on the bicycle. You know, Dan Lawson who ran La Jog in nine days and 18 hours or whatever. I mean, that's just, those are the type of people who are just kind of going, you know, doing it. And, you know, when they do stuff where I go, wow. I don't think I could do that. I like I like those sort of things. <laughs> and does that give you encouragement to think actually that thing that I wasn't going to put my finger on and go out and say I'm going to do actually I'm going to do it? It's a bit hit, yeah. I mean, yes, it, it does encourage me and, and it wows me. But then I you, I got to be careful that I don't get sort of bummed out about it because that mm. can happen. You know, especially like Dan Lawson's La Jog. I mean, I I'd love to try and get the La Jog record, but I, I just really. I just don't think it's possible for me. I don't have the miles on my legs. I don't have the pedigree. Um, I don't have the technique. And maybe I could, but, you know, it's, 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 it, I sort of put him on this massive pedestal and I kind of almost just want to keep him there. Yeah. It's quite nice. That. Like, I know, I know I'm never going to get the Le Jog record. And I, and yeah, that's a bit rubbish because I kind of, part of me is like, oh, can you do it? <laughs> but then actually, I, I don't want to knock Dan off, off that pedestal because he's such a nice guy and, and you know, I'd rather him be there forever than and me. it's well-deserved. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and he couldn't couldn't have gone to a better guy. So, um, yeah, so I think those are the type of people that sort of kind of I look at and go, wow, that's cool, you know, well done. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering our five questions and hopefully that's given people something to think about when they're setting their challenges for this year. Um, it's really been a real honour to talk to you. Thank no, you, No, thank, thank you for having me. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed Ashley's top five with Sean Conway. Don't forget you have a chance to get your hands on a dry robe advance from our good pals over at Dry Robe. Head over to outsideandactive.com forward slash dry robe hyphen competition to fill in your details and check out all the terms and conditions too and make for really exciting reading. Until the next time, enjoy the outside. <laughs>